Praise you, Father. Isn't it good to serve the Lord, amen, to seek him, to seek him with all of our hearts, to be wholehearted towards the things of the Lord. What an honor it is to be his child, amen. We are so blessed to serve a loving God, amen. Praise the Lord. Well, welcome to our mid midweek service. Are you ready to get into all that God has for us? Yes. Amen. I know I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, God is so good and he's been so faithful. Amen. And what an honor it is to get into his word tonight. Amen. How many of you know every time we hear the word, we are, um, the Bible says faith comes by hearing. So here comes our faith. Are you ready? Here comes your faith. It comes by hearing his word. Amen. And we hear it over and over and our faith keeps coming. Amen. It builds up our faith. Amen. It brings faith to us when we hear the word, but it also renews our mind. Amen. How many of you know, it's so important not to think like the world, but to exchange our old way of thinking, that worldly way of thinking for how God thinks. Amen. Because God's ways are higher. His ways are much better than our own ways. Amen. And his thoughts are much better than our thoughts. Amen. Praise Lord. And we can learn to think like him. We can, we can come to a place where our thoughts are in line with his word and we start to think like him, talk like him, act like him. Amen. And that's a good place to be in. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, let's open up our Bibles tonight to Hebrews chapter 6. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, this is, um, this is a, a good year. Year 2021, yes. a good year, amen, a year to say and see, praise and the see. Lord, and uh, God has some great things for us. I'm excited about this Sunday, you know, try and make it, and to the River Church I say, make it, be there, and you'll be blessed, amen, to hear amen. Pastor Nancy, amen. Um, you know, I, I was spending some time with the Lord, and, and He had uh, put this in my heart, and it's to pick up the pace. Pick up the pace, he said. Amen. Amen. So how many of you know we're going to talk about picking up the pace tonight? Amen. And uh, the title of this message is called Advancing Steadily. Amen. Amen. So are you in Hebrews chapter 6? Yes. Praise the Lord. So am I. Verse 1, I'm going to read it out of the Amplified. If you don't have the Amplified, you can listen or you can pull it up on your device. This is the Amplified Classic. It says in Hebrews 6, verse 1, Therefore, let us go on and get past the elementary stage. You know, you could underline that right there. Mm -hmm. Get past the elementary stage. Get past the elementary stage in the teachings and doctrine of Christ. And it goes on to say, advancing steadily. You can double underline that. Mm -hmm. Advancing steadily towards the completeness and perfection that belong to spiritual maturity amen spiritual maturity you can underline that three times praise the lord because when you start to advance and you're making movement steadily you're getting past the elementary stages spiritually you're going to advance and you're going to grow in your maturity in the lord amen you know there's different stages of maturity in god you can be a baby in christ you can be a a child in Christ. You can be a teenager in Christ. You can be a young, you know, college student in Christ. Yeah. You can be a, an elder uh, spiritually. You know, there are different stages. Amen. Yeah. It's not that. Oh, well, I become a Christian and that's it. It's all over. You know, I'm glad I'm a Christian and that's all there is to it. There are stages, and in Hebrews it says, "Get past the elementary stage. Let us go on and get past these elementary." stages praise the Lord praise God now let's look down at verse 11 in the same chapter Hebrews 6 I'm going to continue to read it out of the Amplified but we do strongly and earnestly desire for each of you to show the same diligence and sincerity all the way through in realizing and enjoying the full assurance and development you can underline that word development here of your hope until the end. Praise God. I think God here, he's talking about, he's encouraging us mm -hmm. that we need to develop spiritually. Amen. We need to advance spiritually. We need to get past some of these elementary stages spiritually. Amen. Right. It goes on to say, in order, 
Now, if you have a highlighter, this is where I'd highlight. In order that you may not grow disinterested and become spiritual sluggards, but imitators. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Who's he talking to? He's talking to us. He's talking to Christians. He's telling them it's time to get past the elementary stages. It's time to advance steadily. It's time to grow up and become spiritually mature. Amen? It's time to use the same diligence and sincerity that you've used in the past all the way through and to develop. Amen? In the things of the Lord. In order that you do not grow disinterested. How many of you know, if you don't put diligence to your spiritual walk, if you don't put action to your spiritual walk, you know, you can, well, pastor, I have a spiritual walk. I come to church. That's, that's where you're taught what to do. Then once you leave, now you've got to put it to work. Now it's time to develop what you heard in church. Amen. You may read the word, but after you read the word, then you go out to work. Then you have to deal with your children or your family members or your spouse. Now it's time. Are you going to put what you learned from the word, from your pastor, from the book of the month? Are you going to learn? Are you going to take that and apply it to your life? You have to show some diligence. If you just sit and listen, but you never put action, there's no diligence there. And here he's saying you can become a spiritual sluggard. A spiritual sluggard but or you could become an imitator goes on to say behaving as those who do through faith by their leaning of the entire personality of God in Christ in absolute trust and confidence in his power wisdom and goodness and by practice of patient endurance and waiting they're now inheriting the promises see the imitators of God the imitators that show spiritual diligence, that apply some action to what they've learned, the imitators will inherit the promises. The sluggards, they will not. Those who grow disinterested will not. You know, and no one can determine your interest level but you. Your husband can't determine your interest level. Your wife can't determine your interest level. Kids, your parents can't can't increase your interest level you have to determine with all diligence with sincerity i'm going to increase my interest level you know you know if you want to work out and you want to lose weight you can increase your interest level in that how do you do that? Well, I'm going to start walking. Okay, then I'm going to start, I'm going to start lifting weights. Now I'm going to start running. I'm going to, you may start at one pace, but you start to pick up the pace. You start to increase your interest level by putting some action to what you know you need to do. It's the same thing spiritually. You know, we know that um, there's some things we ought to do. And to keep up the pace with God, we've got to put some things aside. We, this is what really came to me is we ought not to struggle with the same things we did when we were baby Christians. Now, if you've just become born again, then you're just now learning about the Lord. You're just now learning how to walk in love. You know, this is all new to you. You're learning how to tithe. You're learning um, how to be a good wife. You know, you're learning that church attendance is important, right? right? These are all new things to you. You just got born again a year ago. You just came to know the Lord, and you're still growing in those things, right? But if you've been in church and at the River Church for three years, five years, and you've been faithfully attending... You what? We ought not to struggle with the same things we did when we first started. Amen. We ought not to struggle with, you know, getting easily offended at church, getting easily offended with my spouse, getting easily offended with my family. Amen. We ought not to struggle with those things. That's elementary. It's elementary. We know, we know that we have to quickly forgive, and the Bible says not to be touchy. See, touchy people get offended. Yeah. Amen. Why? Because their focus is on themselves. Yeah. Their world revolves around them. Yeah. And if you get too close, they're like a, a pokey rose bush. Mm-hmm. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll hurt you with a thorn. They just like poke at you. They're, they're touchy, right? So we ought not to struggle with the same things. We ought not to struggle with church attendance. 
Well, sometimes I go and sometimes I don't. It's hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Come on. You know, we still haven't learned the value. Well, let me reword that. We've learned the value of church, but we're not putting the same diligence. Mm-hmm. We're not putting the value on it that we should. We're not putting it. Though we know in our hearts we need to. Yeah. We still struggle with it. Why? Because you haven't put the value on it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, we ought not to struggle with, you know, obeying God only when it fits into my plans. Amen. I'll obey God when it fits into my plans. Yeah. Now, now, now. We all know <laughs> that sometimes that may seem like the easy way, but it's never the easy way when you do things your own way. Right? How about, you know, you're still gossiping. Entering into conversations at work or church, negative things. Yeah. Elementary. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a, a movie that they would say, elementary, my dear, elementary. That's elementary stages of Christianity. You know, you learn that when you get born again. Mm-hmm. I'm putting those things aside. Now, if you've been born again for five years, seven years, ten years, you've been hearing the word Come and you're on. still struggling with gossip then something's wrong, then you, you've become, and we can all, we can all fall into this in, in different areas, but then we've become a spiritual sluggard. We've become inactive. That word sluggard is just lazy, inactive. We're not doing anything about it. We've grown accustomed to being a spiritual sluggard. You know, praise the Lord. Okay. I know you're all saying amen. You want to run around your house right now and rejoice. Hallelujah. But see, this is what the Lord's trying to do. He's trying to help us to keep the pace. And we can't keep pace if we're still in the elementary stages because God's wanting us to move forward with Him in our personal lives. And when you're doing it in your personal life, it affects your church. Amen. What about getting upset when things don't go your way? You know, you slam the door, you peel out of the driveway, um, you say something curt or demeaning. What is that? Elementary. You know in your heart you ought not to do it. But it's still a struggle. And you've known Jesus for 25 years. Then something's not right. We've grown, we've grown a little sluggish. We have, we've lost the interest in, in going on with God, in growing up. We're, we've gotten comfortable. Well, I'm good. I'm just, I'm a Christian. I'm going to go to heaven. And once in a while, I'll, I'll even say the word Jesus at church, you know, or I'll even say the word Jesus at work. You know, once in a while, I'll do that. You know, that's, that's becoming yeah. um, uh, sluggish. It's becoming um, just, you know, growing. It's kind of going backwards. Yeah. That's what it is. You're not moving forward or you've come to a standstill. Mm-hmm. What about, you know, you have a hard time listening Kids to your parents. Praise the Lord. Well, I don't know. They don't know what they're talking about. Look, you're 17. Your parents have never led you astray this far. They serve the Lord. And you still want to do your own thing. Amen. You still want to go your own way. And they'll give you some advice. They'll say, well, what about this? They don't know what they're talking about. And you'll go talk to your friends about it, right? No, that is not what we want to do. That is not growing with the Lord. It's not growing spiritually. Praise the Lord. What about not listening to your, to your, your pastor, mm-hmm. you know, or your boss at work, yeah. you know, thinking, you know, more than they do. Mm-hmm. See, we've grown disinterested mm-hmm. in, in growing up. That's good. We've grown disinterested in growing up. You know, when you grow up, you know, when I had kids, I was young. I had, I think my first one, I was 21, 24. And, um, so I was still young. I think that's pretty young. And, um, when I remember my mom would say things to me one year, two years, I was just so annoyed, but about the you know third or fourth year, I, I thought, my gosh, why don't I listen to her? See, I was so stubborn. I thought I knew more, but she'd already had three kids, raised three girls, right? That's why ladies, we have people around us. Look to those around you who are raising their kids, who are serving the Lord. The husband and wife are serving in church. They're doing something right. There's a family that's united. Amen. Amen. They're serving God or, you know, uh, look to those around you. Don't despise the wisdom that comes from those who are older. Take it. Learn to listen. Learn to listen. 
You will be blessed if you will learn to listen instead of always push back. No, 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 I, I don't want to hear. No, I know what I'm doing. No, just that will never help you grow spiritually. But if you'll say, I'm going to listen, Lord, I heard what they said. I think they're right, right? You're, you're, you're putting, um, there's putting those old things away. Amen. No more struggling, amen? amen? No more struggling with the same things that we once did, right? Amen. Praise the Lord. So Hebrews 6, 1 says, advancing steadily toward the completeness and perfection that belong to spiritual maturity. Def- okay, so let's look at the word advancing because he says right here, advancing steadily. That word advancing means to move forward. To make progress, improve. You know, if you're in an army, it means to rise in rank or position. Mm. It means to rise through the ranks. You know, do you always want to be a private spiritually? Mm. You know, you're the the private. Or do you want to be a sergeant or a general in the faith? Mm. See, some people, they think, well, you know, they, 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 they got promoted. And I don't know why they, they're the favorite. They got promoted. No, they started doing something. That no one else was doing. Right. They started going above and beyond. So they started making progress and improving their personal lives or their work ethic or their, their lives spiritually. Mm-hmm. And that's why they got promoted. That's why they started to rise through the ranks. Mm-hmm. See, too often this world, the natural world, they can look and, and, and the church can fall into this. We look at, oh, they're so successful because, you know, so-and-so likes them. No, they are making progress in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's promotion that comes. Mm -hmm. They are doing things in their spiritual life. They're spending time with the Lord. Other people may be uh, spending their time on social media, you know, or maybe watching a movie. And you can do those things. But the person who's rising through the ranks, who's advancing, Mm -hmm. is spending more time with the Lord spending more time in the Spirit, listening to the Holy Ghost, obeying God. I said obeying God because advancing, making improvement, growing, progressing means I've heard what my pastor said and I made that change. See, it's always interesting to me when, when pastor says something and you see people do the same thing over and over. They're not listening. And see, when we come to church, we're receiving answers for our life. But the flesh doesn't want to listen. Your flesh wants to do its own thing. But we can't be flesh dominated. Amen. And so that advancing means to make progress, to go or move forward. Come on. Or onward. Praise the Lord. It also means to move against another as when attacking. Right? Isn't that what an army does? They're advancing. They're making advancements. What are they doing? There's another army that they're facing and they're advancing towards them. Well, what you face may be your flesh. You may face uh, opposition from your flesh, screaming, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get up early. I don't want to read my Bible. I don't want to pray in the spirit today. I want to just, I want to be, I want to be a sluggard today. Right? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It may be your mind that you're advancing against. You're, you're going to have to renew your mind, amen, and say, nope, I'm not letting my mind go there. Nope, I'm not going to take on that care. That's not my thought. That's not my worry. Lord, I put them in your hands. You're taking care of that. Lord, I put that situation, I put that, that bill in your hands, and Lord, I know you're taking care of it because I don't want to struggle with my mind right. like I did when I was 13, I don't want to struggle with thoughts like I did when I had my first child. Come on. See, we ought not to be struggling and and staying in the same place. Because advancement means you're making progress. If you're not making progress, then you're at a standstill. Or even worse, you could be going backwards. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That word steadily means in a way that moves constantly and at an even pace. In other words, it doesn't stop. So if we put those two words together, advancing steadily, it means to move forward, improving, making progress in a way that moves constantly and at an even pace. 
I said it moves at an even pace. That word steadily means at an even pace or in the same direction. Look what the Lord said. Keep pace with me. Keep pace with me. How do you do that? Steadily. Steadily. Day in, day out. When I go to church and I hear the word, I do it. When I read my book of the month and I get an answer, I do it. When I'm reading my Bible and the Lord speaks to me through a scripture, I take that scripture and I'm quick to do it. See, a sluggard, they're inactive. When I think of sluggard, I think of a couch potato. Someone just laying on the couch, you know. Well, you know, if God wants me to, to uh, if he wants me to um, get a promotion at work, he'll make it happen. You know, that's being a sluggard. If you're just laying on the couch, you're not putting any effort in, right? But the person's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some progress here. I'm going to come to work early. I'm going to put in my time. I'm not going to be on my phone during my work time. I'm going to put my, uh, put my hours in. And then maybe if they need me to stay extra, I will. I'm going to put forth the effort. I'm going to make progress, right? Well, that's the same thing spiritually. I'm going to make progress in my life. When I hear the word, I'm going to do it. When I hear uh, uh, the Holy Spirit, a prompting from him, I'm going to follow that. I don't need to struggle. You don't need to struggle anymore. If you'll just say, I'm going to do it. The struggle's over. I'm going to move forward at a constant pace. It's a constant moving. There's no stopping. Say there's no stopping. So Jesus is saying, keep up with me. Keep up with me. The reason he said that is because there's the precious fruit of the earth that's at stake. There's the precious fruit. There's a harvest that God wants us to, you know, we're the laborers. We're called to go forth and bring, to bring in the harvest, right? The angels, they go and they cause the laborers to come. The Bible says, pray for the Lord of the harvest to send the laborers. We're laborers too. We are laborers. You're a laborer for somebody. And when I think of a laborer, you know, here we live in the valley and I drive by the fields and guess what I see out there? I see field laborers. And they're there early and they're working their tails off. And then they're, they're there when I'm driving home at 3.30. I've seen them there at 5.30 and 6 until the sun goes down. There's a laboring to do. What are they doing? They're bringing in the harvest. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're called to be laborers. There are people out there who need Jesus. There are people out there who need their marriages healed, restored, their bodies healed. And they can't, uh, they can't have those things if we're spiritually uh, a sluggard laying on the couch. Right? We would never have the grapes we have, the oranges we have in the valley uh, if, if the laborers didn't go out there. They just want to fall off and, you know, and then we'd like, where are, you know, if, if all the laborers stayed home in the valley, pretty soon we'd go to the store and we wouldn't have any grapes, probably wouldn't have any oranges. We'd have to wait for them to come from Florida, right? <laughs> you know, all the fruit, the nuts that we get here from the valley, they'd start to slowly disappear. Why? Because the laborers would all be at home. See, God's called us to be laborers, not, not to be spiritually um, sluggish, but to advance steadily, to grow spiritually in Him. Amen? Amen. So we're making progress and we're improving in our spiritual race. We're showing that same diligence and sincerity for our development. We're showing sincerity, diligence. We're not going to grow disinterested. You know, I find it interesting that he says this in Hebrews, don't grow disinterested. In other words, Christians, we can get disinterested in uh, growing up spiritually. We ought never to be comfortable. Well, I'm a Christian. I'm good. I'm going to heaven. Hey, and guess what? My family's saved now. And, you know, we're all serving the Lord. And, you know, us four and no more, we're all great. Right? Right? And then... You just kind of, you know, well, pastor said I need to tithe. I ain't going to do that. You know, pastor said I need to walk in love towards my spouse. Well, you know, he doesn't live with my spouse. You know, pastor said I need to, you know, do that. And, you know, they don't know. You see, when we're not listening, when you're not taking the word and applying it with diligence, then you're just a hearer. And the Bible says that there are hearers and there are doers. And those who are doers are blessed. It says, don't just be a hearer, but be a doer of the word. Be a doer, yeah. Because if you're just a hearer, you deceive yourself, mm-hmm. right? 
You think you're further along because you're hearing the word. See, sometimes we hear the word. Well, I go to church every Sunday. Pastor, I tune in every Wednesday. And when there's a special meeting, I'm there to serve. And that's great. That's what we ought to be doing, right? But then when the Lord tells you, hey, uh, I've been talking to you about walking in love and you're still not doing it. Hey, I've been talking to you about tithing and you're still not doing it. I've been talking to you about uh, having a soft answer at home and you're still not doing it. I've been talking to you about strife and you're still allowing it in. I've been talking to you about your tone and you still talk the same way that you have for five years. Right? God talk Because God will talk to us. Yeah. Talks to us in a service. He talks to us when we're reading our Bible, when we're reading our book of the month, when you're spending time with him. He'll talk to you. Amen. He's always talking to us. He's always trying to advance us. But it's up to us whether we decide to move with him. Yeah. He wants us to keep pace with him. How do we do that? When he says something, we do it. Yeah. When he gives us an instruction, we follow it. Right. When the pastor says, hey, you need to stop doing this not a struggle. That was my answer right there. I wondered why that kept happening. Now I got my answer in church. Right. I'm done with it. See, if I go home and I'm like, yeah, I heard what the pastor said, but you know, I like, I mean, I've been doing this for like, you know, ever since, you know, and I, I like doing this and I, I don't want to change. And you know, and this is what I do in my, my free time, mm-hmm. you know, and it might not even be a sin, but God's already dealt with you about it yeah. and you're still struggling. Mm-hmm. Why are you still struggling? Because you're not making progress. You're, you're deciding to dig your heels in. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. And that's okay. You can do that. But you'll remain spiritually immature. Mm-hmm. You'll remain spiritually immature. Because God's always trying to bring us higher. Mm-hmm. He's always trying to grow us up. Yes. Why? So we can teach others. So we can tell others what God has done for us and tell them about the Lord and, and his goodness and his faithfulness, right? So you can't be a sluggard and an imitator of those who inherit the promises. You can't be both. You can only be one. So what are you going to be? I'm going to say, I'm going to be an imitator of those who inherit the promises. The imitator listens to the Lord. The imitator, uh, uh, makes movement and advances steadily. The imitator of those who inherit the promises, the imitator puts aside the elementary stages and says, okay, I'm moving past the elementary stages now. I- I've been doing this, doing that. Man, I'm done with this. The struggle's over. Come on. I'm not going to struggle anymore in that area. I know better, right? Mm-hmm. That's Basically, that's what he's saying. You know better. It's time to go past these elementary stages spiritually. It's time to grow up. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, to advance means we have to make changes. You know, if you're going to do a do a um, a remodel or an update, Mm -hmm. you got to get you get rid of the old. Yes, you do. You get rid of the old things and you put in the new. Well, God to to advance steadily, and it says to make improvement. God's trying to improve our lives. He's trying to improve our, our, our finances, our marriages, our, our relationships, our place at work. See, God's always trying to improve every arena of your life. And if you'll obey him and advance steadily in the things of the spirit, then all those other areas will be affected. Right. If you'll obey him, amen. if you'll obey him, amen, and you make those changes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because you can't, you can't make improvements if you won't get rid of the old things. Right. Praise the Lord. So you got to get rid of the old. Yeah. Get rid of the old ways of thinking. I'm done thinking like that. Why am I always dealing with this? Well, the devil knows how to work you. Mm-hmm. He's going to use the same thing all the time on you. But once you realize, oh, that's what he always says to me. I'm done. I'm not struggling. That's just the devil. He's just trying to take me to a place in my mind I'm not going there anymore. I'm not struggling anymore over this arena. Amen. Praise God. Uh, I'm getting rid of, I'm going past the elementary stages. And the elementary stages are good. They're good. But there comes a time when I'm going to graduate now. I'm going to the next grade, right? So Jesus is saying, keep up with me. We are in the Lord's army. You know, it's like T-ball. Have you ever seen the the game T-ball? I remember Olivia and Ethan, they played T-ball. So, we thought, wow, this is going to be exciting. We get to go watch our kids play t-ball. I'm telling you, those are the longest games. <laughs> the longest games I've ever seen. 
you've got a bunch of little kids out there and they don't know what they're doing. They have no idea. They don't even know that they're supposed to run the bases. <laughs> and so you've got some on base, you've got some in the outfield, and then, you know, there is no pitcher, by the way, usually. It's the ball, it's called T-ball because the ball is on a little stand and the, um, yeah, it's on the tee and the batter hits the ball off the tee. So there's not even a pitcher. This is how elementary it is. So the batter comes up, swings a couple times, finally hits the ball off the tee. He starts running one way. The coach is like, the coach and the parents are like, no, 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 you're going to run to the base. Run to the base, right? So he's like, where's the base? And then the ball goes out one way. And then the coach is like, the coach and the parent of that child, they're telling him, get the ball, get the ball. And that child's like, oh, sees a butterfly. He's like looking at the butterfly, right? And here these kids, they don't know what they're doing. This is elementary. They're just now learning the, the rules of t-ball, right? They're learning the foundations. Well, wouldn't it be sad if we had a bunch of grown-ups in the field playing t-ball, right? All acting the exact same way as these little three, four, five-year-olds. I mean, that would be a sight if we saw a bunch of grown-up, grown men out there. And you've got a big old man, and he's like trying to hit the, the ball off the tee, you know, and then he hits it, and there's a grown man out there, and he's looking at the butterfly. You know, or the sun starts to go down, so he's looking at the fireflies, right? And the other man takes off, and he's going a different direction and doesn't know where first base is. You know, that would be a little odd. Yeah. You'd think something is probably a little developmentally, you know, they're a little behind, yeah. right? You'd think they're a little behind. Right. River Church, we don't want to be behind. Yeah. We want to advance steadily. Yeah. We want to make progress. River Church, we're getting into our building. This year is our year for our building. And we have to make improvements in the way we think, the way we talk, how quick we are to obey. We don't want to be the grown men in the t-ball field, still playing t-ball. And that's what some of us are doing spiritually. God's given us instructions because he's trying to take us. Hey, let's go to Little League. Hey, you did Little League. Now let's go to, uh, to the minors. So you did great in the minors. Now let's go to the major league. See, God's trying to advance us. And he get, what does he do? He doesn't advance us himself. He gives us the instructions to advance. And then once we obey the instructions, we, you know, once we make movement, we go, oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to start doing that. We're making movement. We're make, taking one step, and we take another step, and, we, and then the Lord you think you're doing great. You think you're doing awesome. Man, I listened to the Lord. I started tithing. Praise God, I made it past that first elementary stage, right? You start tithing and you're like, man, you, here you are. Every time you get a paycheck, I'm tithing. So you start making movement. I'm advancing. I'm getting past these elementary stages, right? You start tithing. The next thing you know, you're like, man, and the Lord says, now I want you to have a gentle uh, tone with your wife. And you're like, man, I thought I was doing good tithing. All right, all right, I can do that, right? So then he gives you that scripture, right? A gentle answer turns away wrath in Proverbs 15, 1. She's like, okay, now I'm tithing. I'm doing good. Now I got a gentle answer with my, with my wife. Man, I'm doing great. This is awesome. I'm living the life. I'm getting past those elementary stages. And then God will say, and now I want you to start showing more honor to your boss at work. Stop sitting in the staff room, in the work room, gossiping. Man, I, Lord, I'm tithing. I'm being nice to my wife, and now you want me to do more at work? Right. See, but what's God doing? He's, he's giving you the instructions. I said he's giving you the instructions to make progress. So you're like, all right, I can do this, Lord. See, what are you doing? You can either go, eh, I don't want to do that. You know, that's probably just me. That's probably just me thinking I need to do that. No, that's probably the Lord. Anything that's going to add improvement to your life, yeah. that's going to progress you spiritually, that's the Holy Ghost. That's the Lord Jesus, your Lord and Savior. Yeah. Your Lord, He's your Lord because you're submitted to Him when He tells us to do something. All right, yes, Lord, I got this. Lord, if you told me to do this at work, I can do it. So now every time they start gossiping, man, I got 
got to not participate. It might be a little awkward sometimes. I might have to get up out of the room. Now, what are they going to think about me then, right? But you just start doing the word. You're making progress. So now you're tithing. Man, your tone has changed at home. You have a soft answer. And at work, you, you've stepped away from the gossip. And now the Lord says, the fourth thing, now he, and then he comes later. Man, he's saying, I'm doing good. I am growing up. Hey, I'm growing up, right? And then he says, now I want you to start waking up a little bit earlier. And I want you to start praying. Man, all right, Lord. And see, what, what is God always trying to do? He's trying to have us. He's giving us instructions to keep pace with him. To keep pace with him so we can advance, so we can spiritually grow up. It would be sad if we were a grown adult still wearing diapers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be. It would be. When that happens, we know, okay, there's something, you know, cognitively not right. Mm -hmm. Um, There's something that's, they're behind in that area. God doesn't want us to be behind. He doesn't want us to be behind. He wants us to keep pace with him. To keep pace with God, we have to obey the instructions we get. Amen. When the pastor gives us a word in church, that's right. No, when you read a scripture, yeah, I'm supposed to do that. Yeah, I gotta make that, I've got to make that change. Mm-hmm. It's not to stay the same. Mm-hmm. It's never The goal is never to stay the same in terms of our spiritual growth. It's always to improve and make progress. Amen. Amen. And God won't ask you to do something if you couldn't do it. He will never ask you to do something that you can't do. Amen. You have to remember that because the first thought will come is, I can't do that. That's too hard. No, you can do it. If the Lord told you to do it, if the Word tells you to do it, if the Holy Spirit told you to do it, you can do it. Amen. Amen. So you're going to have to put away those things that have caused you to become distracted. Dissent. See, what's God doing? He's like, I'm cutting these things off. It's a distraction. That gossip in the workplace, it's a distraction. Mm-hmm. That harsh tone, it's, it's, keeping, you, it's keeping you a baby Christian. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's hindering your spiritual development. Mm-hmm. You know, not tithing, it's hindering your finances. I want to I progress you financially, but I can't because you trust more in your money than you do me. Mm-hmm. See, there's always, there's a, see, God's trying to grow us up. Mm-hmm. Praise God, I want to grow up. River Church, don't you want to grow up? Yes. There's so much growing we can do. And even here in this place, mm-hmm. on earth, mm-hmm. even when we think we've gotten someplace, we're still going to be growing. Right. Even we're, we're still going to be learning. We're still going to be growing spiritually. And when we go to heaven, and some people say, well, you know, I'll just wait till I get to heaven to grow spiritually. I, I can wait till I get to heaven. Well, then, you know, I believe, like one minister said, there's classes in heaven. And if you don't get it here, you're going to have to go up to those classes. Wouldn't you rather go up to heaven and go, I can teach that class. Man, I grew up spiritually. I put away those things. You know, the butterfly in the field that the, right. the little child's going after, that distraction. I put right. that away. Come on. The, the thing that was keeping me a sluggard, it was causing me to, to be sluggish. I put that away. Amen. I, I became interested. Yeah. I refused to be disinterested. You have to say, I refuse to be disinterested. Yes. You've got to be interested. You've got to be hungry. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you have to ask yourself, am I, in a, am I a grown adult still playing t-ball spiritually? Right? Not mature enough to focus. I get, might get hit in the head by the ball because I'm waving to my family on the sidelines. Right? Thinking I'm doing great, but not, not old enough yet. To really evaluate, not mature enough to really see my own performance, right? So praise the Lord, but say, not me. Say, I'm growing up spiritually, amen? So spiritually, there's a destination for us to reach. River Church, there's a destination. There's a plan. There's a plan that God has for us, and he wants us to keep pace with him. Oh, that means in our finances. That means in our finances. I just got that. Financially, God wants us to keep pace. Amen? Amen. Start taking care of your finances. When you get money, don't go splurging it. Pay your bills. What's one of our confessions? When I, uh, we're debt free and when I get the money, I pay everything off quickly. Pay those things off. What is God trying to do? He's trying to grow us up financially. Why? So he can trust you with more finances. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
Hallelujah. So we're putting those things away that have been holding us back and keeping us disinterested. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's look at, um, well, we're going to get ready to close. We're going to get ready to close. So God, God's coming back. Jesus is coming back for the precious fruit of the earth. Amen. Amen. And he needs us in our place in the body of Christ. He needs us in our place in the local church. Come on. This is the year of the local church. Year to say and see. Come on. Because it's going to take all hands on deck. He needs our attitudes right, our motives right. He needs our spiritual development at a place where we can teach others what we have learned. Amen. To be example to others of how we grew spiritually. We didn't stay in the same place. Amen. And we're not going through the same struggles anymore. We're not going through the same struggles in our mind, tormented, self-pity. We're not going through the same struggles in our marriage, still struggling with strife. We're not going through the same struggles anymore. Praise the Lord. Not in our finances. We're not struggling with tithing. We're not, we're not struggling with, well, you know, that's a debtor. Don't answer the phone. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ignore that phone call. Ignore that call yeah. mm-hmm. You know, I heard one, one, uh, I heard one uh, testimony of someone who, who called and they, they had owed a lot of money and they were, uh, this, this man had, well, let me tell you this other story. This man had lost his job. He was believing God for finances and he got a hold of a prosperity book and he would go, he, he woke up and he'd go to the Burger King. This is back in the day. He'd go to the Burger King and he would spend eight hours studying his prosperity book. Mm-hmm. What's he doing? He's, he's steadily advancing. Yeah. He's growing up. Mm-hmm. He's renewing his mind. Right. He's starting to take the word and apply it. Mm-hmm. And God blessed him tremendously. He became, and I don't know how many years, I want to say, I, I feel like it was like about three years. This was back in the 80s, 90s. I don't remember the year, but became a millionaire, owned businesses, but he came from nothing, but he started applying. He started putting diligence to the word. See, how interested are you in growing up financially? How interested are you in growing up your marriage to be that loving, healthy relationship that you really want? Because if you're really interested, you'll make the changes that you need to make. How interested are you in um, growing up spiritually? How interested are you? Some people aren't interested. And I want to tell you this. If they're not interested, that's none of your business. You have to run your own race. You cannot run someone else's race. They have to run their race and you have to run yours. So cast the care of that other person's race over on the Lord and run your race. You steadily advance. You make improvement. Because if you're looking at other people, I love the story Pastor Marcus tells about his dad who was coaching him in a track meet. And he said, he started looking over to the side. When you start looking to the side, you slow down. You start looking at the other racers on the track field, you slow down. We're not slowing down. We're steadily advancing. We're making movement. So don't look at other people and their race. That's none of your business. I said, that's none of your business. You keep yourself on your own. I'm going to personally, it's like a personal training. I got my own personal trainer. It's the Holy Ghost. He's going to show me what to do. He's going to show me what to cut out. I got to cut some of that fat out, the, those harsh words, that attitude when I wake up. You know, I'm just not a morning person. Well, stop saying that. Become a morning person. Amen. Hallelujah. No more excuses. Amen. So I love what Pastor Nancy said in the Holy Ghost meetings. She said, it start to say, it shall not be as it has been, but it shall be as he shows me. It shall be as he shows me. What has God shown you? What has the Lord shown you about your future, your finances, your health, your spiritual? De- See, and this all is surrounding your spiritual development. Because once you take care of your spiritual development, it starts to leak into all the other areas, your future, your finances, your marriage, your kids, right? How are you going to advance steadily toward what he has shown you? Write this down. Number one, say it. Put it in your mouth. I'm done struggling. I'm done struggling with this. You know, a while back, I just, I told, uh, Pastor Marcus, there was an issue, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I am done struggling with this. I know better. I'm not doing that anymore. You know, I'm just being honest. And the Lord will show you. Why? He's trying to take you higher. Amen? He wants you to improve. So start saying, the struggle's over. It shall not be as it has been, but it shall be as he shows me. 
It shall be as he shows me. And just do what you know to do. Amen. Just do what you know to do. Renew the mind. You know, that includes doing the word. Renewing the mind isn't just listening, but it includes action. Yeah. Obeying God. Once you say, put that saying to action. Once you say something, put it to action. Your saying shows you what you're supposed to do. Amen. So number one, put it in your mouth. I'm done struggling. The struggle's over. Come on. It shall not be as it has been, but it shall be as he shows me. Number two, take action. Faith is now. Be a doer, not just a hearer. Do what you know to do from the word, from the Holy Ghost, what you've learned the past five years in church, what you've learned from the word. Start doing it. Amen. Stop making excuses. Stop making excuses as to why you do what you do or as to why you don't do what you should do. Because when the word, when the word gives you a command, there is never an excuse. It means you can do it. So stop making excuses. I love what George Washington Carver said. 99% of the failures come from people who have the habit of making excuses. 99% of the failures come from people who have the habit of making excuses. Benjamin Franklin said this, He that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else. He that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else. Stop making excuses. When you know what to do, you say, I am going to do this. I'm going to do it by faith. I'm going to push past my flesh, my mind. The mental arena will try and talk you. You can't do that. You can't start doing that. Oh, they're not nice. Why should you walk in love towards them? You can't give. You don't even, you know, you can't even do this right now. No, I'm going to do what the word told me to do. I'm going to push past the mental uh, reasoning. And I'm going to do the word. I'm not going to struggle anymore. And that's what you're saying. No more excuses. Amen. And number three, write down the areas you're going to improve in 2021 to make spiritual advancement. Write down those areas. What are you going to do? God's trying to um, get us to keep pace with him. And he wants us to get past these elementary stages. It's time to grow up. So I already know the Lord's been talking to you, but you need to take note of it. You know, you hear it, oh yeah, I know I need to work on that. And then you'll go to church and three weeks later you'll hear, yeah, you know, I got to work on that. But you haven't written it down. You need to write it down like a goal. I'm getting past this because your spiritual development affects every arena of your life. But you have to take note when the Lord talks to you and tells you to do something. When the Holy Spirit tells you, you need to start doing this, you have to take note. When the Holy Spirit says, you got to cut this out, you have to take note of it. Mm-hmm. When, the Holy, when the Lord says, keep pace with me. Why? Because we're going somewhere, baby. Mm-hmm. We're going somewhere. And it's going to be a fun adventure. Amen. If you'll hook up with the Lord and start to steadily advance with Him. That's constantly moving with God. How do you do that? You're constantly obeying. Amen. Amen. And you're moving on with the Lord. Well, praise the Lord. Say, it shall not be as it has been, but it shall be as God has told me. Come on. We're putting away the struggle. No more struggling. No more excuses. We're going to move steadily, steadily advancing. Say steadily advancing. You know, it's not, it doesn't, it may not happen overnight. You know, you may write something down and Lord, I know you want me to work on this area. I know it's hindering my spiritual development. It's keeping me a baby. You know, babies throw tantrums. Babies throw tantrums when they don't get their way. Maybe you throw a tantrum. Maybe it's not, you know, arms and legs kicking, but maybe it's slamming cupboards. The Lord says, you need to deal with that because I want you to grow up. I have things for you. I have places for you to go. People I need you to minister to. Right? Here, I'm up. Put that away. And you you know, you may write it down and may mess up two days later. It's okay. You just say, I'm done struggling with this. I'm getting over it. Why? You've got the Word. You've got the Holy Spirit as your helper. You're not doing it on your own. You've got God to help you. If He says to put it away, if He says to make the change, you can do it, River Church. You can do it. You've got the power of God backing you up. When God told Moses to cross the Red Sea, it looked impossible. 
you may be facing something and it looks impossible to you. You know, Moses could have stopped right there. Forget it, it's over. Thought we were going to the promised land, but I guess we're not. He could have stopped right there, but he didn't. But he didn't. No, he, he put didn't. his foot in the water, and That's when right. he did, those waters parted. What did he do? He steadily advanced. He made a step. He took a step of faith. River Church, start taking those steps of faith. Start advancing steadily. Amen. We're going to grow up this year. We're going to move into things. You know, moving into more is moving into that spiritual development that God's calling us to. He's calling us to rise up higher. Amen. Say, I'm rising up higher. This is my year. This is my year. No more struggling. Amen. Well, we love you, River Church. Let me just pray for you before we go. Father God, I just lift up every person right now that's watching. And I just come in agreement with them. If there's something the Lord's dealt with you about, you know you need to make that change. Just, just attach your faith right now to what I'm saying. Father God, I just come in agreement with them. I thank you, Father, that Holy Spirit, you're their helper. You're their helper. They're not doing it on their own. They're not doing it in their own strength. But you, Father God, you're all the while effectually at work in them energizing them and creating in them the desire and the will, the power and the will to, to will and to work for your good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. I thank you, Father. It's not in our own strength, but it's in your strength. It's in your strength, Father. Yes, I thank you, Father. And I thank you, Father, as they take those steps of faith to, to start making that uh, improvement, to cut those things out, or to start adding spiritual habits to their life, Lord, that you, you just come up behind them. The power of God just comes up and backs them up and just propels them. That's what I see as you start to do these things that God's uh, put in your heart to start making changes or to cut off or to start adding those spiritual habits. God is going to almost like you start taking those steps this year. It's like he's going to catapult you spiritually. You're going to see some good things. Amen. Well, we love you, River Church. Don't forget this Sunday. Pastor Nancy, 10 a.m. We will see you there. We love you.